Amen. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Again, we just want to just thank all you. I want all the fathers to stand. All the fathers stand, fathers. Stand with me, fathers. Come on, fathers. Amen. Stand, fathers. Come on, somebody. Amen. Ooh, come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Fathers, you can remain, remain standing, please. You are a blessing and an honor. And we honor you today because we want you to know today that you make a difference. You make a difference. You make a difference in society. You make a difference in your home. And as we continue allowing God to change us, we can always get better and greater for the kingdom of God and for our family and our loved ones. Amen. So we are grateful for you. We love you. Let's give them a great clap offering. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You know, there's our Heavenly Father. Amen. And I, I, I love one thing about our, our, our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father cares. He cares about his children. He cares about the future. A good father cares. Amen. Even though he may not do a lot, but he cares. Uh, I grew up without a father. I grew up without a father figure in my life. And, and I grew up with him leaving, leaving the house. And some of us, Father's Day comes. And sometimes it's bad memories. And we have bad things, thinking and bad experiences. But let, I want you to know that our Heavenly Father came in to intervene for all the things, amen, that we did not experience on this earth. So thank God for a Heavenly Father, amen. Thank God for a Heavenly Father. And so I thank God for that because when I, when I met Jesus and when Jesus came to my life, he began to fix things that I have ruined. Fix things that I didn't know how to do. All I didn't know how to do was fix the wrong fix. Hello, somebody. Somebody had caught that. Amen. Maybe somebody caught that. I know how to do the wrong stuff, the wrong things. I know how to fix my arm and do all this crazy stuff. But I didn't know how to be a father. I didn't know how to be a husband. And as I got saved, God began to work with me. And I began to read his word. And I began to see how God's word was laid out and how he laid it out. And how he, he put a shepherd in my life and to help shepherd me. And he put, he put a lot of uh, great leaders in my life to help to give me, amen, uh, uh, help and direction. So I thank God, amen, for the instructors and the spiritual fathers. Can somebody say amen? Thank God for the instructors and the spiritual fathers. And so some of you here are instructors that are in this church. You're instructors as, as mothers and as fathers. So you are valuable also to the kingdom of God. So don't you let no one take from who you are. Come on, somebody. Amen. So instructors are needed as much as fathers. You hear people saying it takes a village to raise a family. Amen. And it does. It takes all of us to work together. All of us to work together. See, in saying that, here's God. And God said, I want to create something. See, our Heavenly Father is really concerned and cares about it. He, he, created, he created earth for us. You don't hear me, though. He was thinking about us. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, he says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Wow. Look at verse 2. The earth was without form, void, and darkness was on the face of the depth. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Father, we thank you for your spirit. God, we thank you for your power. I pray for you people today, God, that we would grab a hold of this. This morning, God, and we would thank you for what you've given us, oh God. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. I wanted to show you a few pictures here if we can today as we get through uh, uh, Father's Day. Amen. Uh, fathers, I know you want to go enjoy yourself. I know I do. I want to go and just lay back. Hallelujah. <laughs> nothing, nothing very, I don't want to go out. Don't do it. I just want to just sit back and relax. Amen. Listen carefully. He, here, here's our Father, and he's going to create heaven and earth for us. And he's created it out of something that is... Formless and void or empty. 
See, God can do anything. Come on, somebody. See, God can do anything. God can create a heaven and earth out of nothing. So don't you think he can't fix your marriage? Don't you think he can't get your children back in order? Come on, somebody. I want to show you today how powerful our Heavenly Father is to show you how much he can do for you if you let him. He, he's a father that restores. He's a father that cares. Amen. And so I want you to know here he is. And here he is building heaven and earth right here. And the Bible says it was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the depth. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Look at verse 3. Then God said. So I want you to know something. When God speaks up. When God speaks, something happens. Just the same way as a father in the house. When the father's finally going to say something, the kids tremble. Oh, you don't hear me though. Only in my house. My wife can say stuff and say stuff. I finally say, kids, whoom. Their faces change, amen. Their, their eyes go, be, go pop out this far. And, and, and all of a sudden, I said, if I get up, don't, and they know it's going to take a lot for me to get up. So when I get up, <laughs> something's going to happen. I ain't going to get up for free. I ain't getting up for free. So here's God, and God said, let there be a light, and there was light. See, the power of a father, the power of our heavenly father, when he speaks, things happen. When he speaks, things happen. And I love what he did. The first thing he created was light. Come on, somebody. He says, there's too much darkness. There's too much sin. Come on, there's too much wickedness out there. I need to create light. Because I mean, no, when you hit the lights on, the cockroaches kick out running. Vroom. He began to, he, and look at verse 4. And then God saw the light, and the light was good. Someone say good. Good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Here he begins to create, church. Here's the, the history of creation right here. God began to create heaven and earth. and He begins to separate the lights and the heavens, the waters, the shores, and the mountains, the stars, and all these great things. And he begins to create the animals. All these tremendous stuff takes place. Because God's a creator. God loves to create. And when he creates something, somebody say, it's good. I'll say it, it's good. It's good. All of a sudden, the first thing, the first person God creates, somebody say, Adam. Adam, he created man. He created man, and when he created man, he created man out of dust. Now, women, you know they don't sell dust unless it's angel dust, but we, you, don't, you don't hear about it. It ain't the 70s no more. But ladies, dust is what? Useless. Dust gets all over the place, and we always got to dust, get that dust out of here. So God made man out of a useless element. Wow. God took something useless and made it useful. Come on, somebody. Society can mark you useless, but God says, no, you're useful. Society can call you whatever they want. The family can call you whatever they want. But in God's eyes, you are useful. You are somebody. Say, I'm somebody. Say, I'm great. Say, I'm valuable. And so I want you to know this today. When God created heavens and earth, he created all the created. He separated everything. He creates a man. And out of dust of the ground. Now, this is where it gets tricky now. He created a woman. <laughs> he seen that man was a little weird, amen, because men, you get weird when you're by yourself. You don't hear me though, amen. Women, don't leave him alone too long because he will get weird. I'm talking about experience, hallelujah. 
And so here, here he is, and he's by himself, and, and then all of a sudden God seen that something was wrong, something was missing. See, what I love about man is man is a conqueror. Man is a fighter. Man is a provider. But a woman is a nurturer. Come on, somebody. A woman is a nurturer. She loves to nurture. All of a sudden, the Bible says that, that, that he put man asleep. Now, you know the word novio means, right? Boyfriend in Spanish, novio. But in English, it also means no, didn't see it coming. Novio, didn't see it. <laughs> he didn't see what was coming when God put him asleep. Some of you think you got hooked up. You didn't see what was coming next. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, he lays them out and he takes a rib. Because women, 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 when they were made, they already started taking something. You missed that one. You missed that. They already started taking something. They took that rib and he took that rib. Listen, he took the rib right there by the heart. And he made a woman. He said, when he seen that girl, he said, whoo, man, hallelujah. And that's where we get woman from. Oh, my God. Who glory. When I met my wife, I was like, yeah, somebody. I had to pop my eyes back in. Boop. God had given him animals, land to rule over. But man couldn't do it by himself. Man couldn't father by himself. See, behind every great father is a great woman. Come on, somebody. A great woman. Beside every great man is a great woman. He created a woman. He brought a woman. I want you to see this as we get some gold summer today. He created that woman, and that woman was there. And that woman began to help him. Because I may know that your spouse is a helpmate. Come on, somebody. Your spouse is a helpmate. She's there to help you. She's there to help you. And here they are. God made Adam and Eve. Somebody say Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. Adam and Eve. Let's get, our, let's get our doctrine right. Adam and Eve. But this is the thing that I, I want you to see today. Is I, I'm going I'm to transition really quick if I can. I, there's so much I wanted to say today, but the Holy Ghost is telling me no, so I'm listening to the Holy Ghost. Here's, here's the thing that I want you to see. Here's, here's a woman. Here's my wife. But see, my wife, she's not a conqueror. She's not a warrior. She's a nurturer. We have kids. God's given us kids. And as I do what I do with my kids, and here she is to help me to nurture, it makes me a better father. Women, when you're behind your man, you make him a better father. Come on, somebody. Women, when you're behind your man, you make him a, a better father. When, when you're supporting your husband, you make him a better man. Now, men, make sure you take care of that rib. So you know what ribs are for, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot. <laughs> when they're really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere with this. Believe me, I'm going somewhere. She, didn't, she, she wasn't made from the foot to stomp on. Amen. She, she, she's not your backbone. Oh, my wife, she's not your backbone. Jesus is your backbone. You're a woman. People say, my wife is my backbone. They get a backbone. Stop making your wife have all the problems. You, what's going on here? Hallelujah. Read everybody right. Well, Holy Ghost is coming. This is, free. this is all free today. This is all free today. Someone say, take care of your rib. Take care of your rib. 
Take care of your rib. Take care of your rib. Take care of the rib God's giving you. And if you ain't got a rib yet, go to the barbecue shop. You will find a good one. <laughs> be patient. You'll be okay. Be patient. You'll be okay. Father created. Now, this is what I want you to say. He created heaven and earth. He created the man. He created the woman. Stuff happens. Things go wrong. They make a mistake. Now, this, this is the thing about God. God is a gracious God. He's a merciful God. He, 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 he begins to tell, he begins to tell the, 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 uh, the woman that you will have the knowledge of man and you'll know good from evil and, and all this stuff. And you become like gods and, and they make a mistake. Stuff happens. You're kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Stuff happens. Things goes wrong. Because I'm telling you, when you are a father, you, things do happen that are wrong. Who has not faced no problems in their marriage? Who hasn't not made a mistake as a father? I have made mistakes as a father. Anybody ever made mistakes as a father? I know I've made a mistake on fathering. I know I, I, I've given them the, the wrong advice. I know I tell them the wrong things and at the wrong time. At the heat of the moment, said the wrong stuff. I don't know you guys will admit it, but I will. And I've also apologized to my children. Come on, somebody. Father, if you want to be a good father, learn to apologize to your children. Learn to apologize. Oh, man, I said, son, I'm sorry, forgive me. Forgive me, Dad. Forgive you know when men have a moment when my daughters are the same thing. Because why? Because we're men. We're made out of dirt. Stop thinking you're this. You're made out of dirt. Not even that good dirt. Dust. Not even the one they sell at Home Depot. You're made from dust. God said, I, I, I've given you your family. I've given you all these things. You know, you lost everything. So I had to fix it. I had to fix the mess because it's not by your own strength no more. It's not by how hard you work and how, how good you try to be. He says because you can't do it by yourself. So now that he didn't create heaven and earth for us, he gave us his son. My God, come on somebody. He gave us his son. Go with me really quick in John. Book of John, chapter 3. This is what I want you to see in chapter 3, verse 16. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. Now do you see why he loved the world? Why do you think he loved the world? Because he created it. Now I want you to see this scripture in the eyes that I want you to catch. I will read this scripture. I'm going to break the scripture down. For God so loved the world. Now, what's in the world? Adam, Eve, the children, the animals. What's in this world? You, me, our sons, our daughters, our grandchildren, our nephew, our nieces, our friends, our family. Are you, are you with me? Their family, their friends. And, and, and it breaks off in, in genealogy to so many different Lives and family crossing multicultural, crossing all over. So he said, I love, for God so loved the world. He created what he loved and he loved what he created. He said something happened, something went wrong, someone made a mistake. See, as a father, church, I've made mistakes, things have happened. But God said, I still love you. Come on, somebody. God said, I still love you, father. I still love you, mother. I still love you, son. I, someone said, I still love you. Now say that to me, I still love you. I still love you. 
He says, for God so loved the world. Now this is it, that he gave his only begotten son. He says, I love what I created. It took me six days to create it, seven days I rested. I created a man, amen, I created a woman. I did all these things. Come on, somebody. He says, and I'm sending my son. I'm sending my son, Jesus, who I love, who I love also, to come and bring hope where hope is lost, to bring peace where there is issues. And, you know, husbands, isn't it weird fathers where, where they want us to be strong, at the same time, they want us to be sensitive. They want us to know everything, but then they want us to ask for directions when we're lost. You don't hear me, though. You don't hear me, though. And sometimes, a lot of us, we go one way too much. Try to be a macho man and try to be all this and all tough and all that. And, and God said, but where's the humility at? Come on, somebody. Where's the humility at? See, we're going to go through changes as we grow and as we go through different changes as in stages also with our children. When our children were infants, we love them and they'll look like they'll never do nothing wrong in the world. And, oh, they're so cute and they just poop and they just smile and then they just eat and, oh. And then they start growing and be little monsters. I mean, they grow and they get a little older and now they're knocking stuff down, tearing stuff down. You should be growing with them as a father. Come on, somebody. You should be growing with them, knowing that they're going to change. And, and as they advance, now in the, and, and now they're in elementary, then they're in junior high, then they get to high school. Hallelujah. Where my kids are at. And you see the changes they go through. They need us to evolve and allow the love of God. Come on, somebody. Allow the love of God to evolve us, to be more merciful, more graceful, more loving. They need someone who's going to help them in the middle of their crisis. Everybody with me so far? Here's our father, and he sees the crisis that we're in. And he sees the crisis that we're in, so he sends, he sends his son because he cares about this world. He cares about us. He cares about your family. Come on, someone say, he cares. He cares. He cares. And here he is, and, and he says these words, and I love, what the, I love what it says. He says he gave his only begotten son, church. He gave it with the purpose of something taking place. He gave it with the purpose of transformation. He gave it with the purpose, purpose excuse me, that you would get back your right mind. He gives us with the purpose that we would get back on our feet. He gives us with the purpose that us will stop taking advantage of the woman God's given us, the children that he's God's given us. Come on, somebody. He's given us a purpose that we would take a hold of this and become different and become different men. Come on, different women, different believers in Christ. They would understand stuff happens, stuff takes place, but that our God cares. That he cares. That he gave his son. And listen carefully. That he gave his son. That whoever believes in him should not perish. Wow. Here's a, here's a, here's a, he's, he's saying, if you believe, CJ, if you believe, you're not going to perish. Because how many know that some of us perishing should be our consequence? For some of the stuff we've done, for the way we acted, for the things that we've done, perishing and how should be our, our reward. Just like Adam and Eve, we're naked. We're afraid. I'm afraid. I'm naked. He says, who told you that? 
Who, who told you? Who told you? Who told you that? All of a sudden, they lose everything, get kicked out, and they go. To, they lose their garden. Then now they got to work hard and work hard until the spread of their brow. And now she's gonna have to give birth through pain and have her period and all that. Come on, somebody! Don't get mad at your husband. Get mad at Eve. Hallelujah. Everybody okay so far? You're going somewhere. If you believe, church, whoever, 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 whoever believes in him should not perish, man. He says, give me this for that. If you believe, you're not going to perish. Come on, somebody. If you believe, you're not going to perish. I don't know about you, but I, I deserve that 16 to life they were giving me. I deserved, amen, uh, my wife taking off and leaving my kids, leaving. How, how many know what I'm talking about? I, I deserved everything going chaotic, but I said, no, I'm going to believe in my son, the son Jesus Christ, uh, that I will not perish, that I won't, I won't fall apart. I'll get back my right mind. I'll get my heart in check. I'll get my mind back in order, and I can become back that father. Come on, somebody, that God wants me to be. I can become that son he wants me to be. God is giving you hope today and telling you, you can get back what you lost. You can restore what you've lost. There is hope for your sons and your daughters. God is giving you a message of hope so you can take it to them. Maybe you're doing fine. Maybe you're okay. So God's giving you a message of hope to take to them, to let them know it's going to be okay, mijo. It's okay, mija. Things are going to work out. If God did it for me, he can do it for you. Come on, somebody. That's the God that we serve. That's the God that we serve. That he cares about what he created. He cares Amen about heaven and earth. He cares about his sons and his daughters. That he gave his son, church, his son for us. That his son became sin for us. He bore our sin. He bore our problems. See, today, amen, if you haven't said a sinner's prayer, we're going to say the sinner's prayer. Maybe you've fallen away. We're going to talk about getting back with God clearly, get yourself back in order. This is where you come and you cast all your cares upon him. Because he cares about you. He cast all your sins, all your, I'd have a fresh start, a new start to leave this place with your head up. Come on, somebody. To leave this place refreshed and new, starting all over again. Being that man got called to be, being that woman you're called to be. Leaving this place with no shame. Somebody say, no shame. shame. Amen, no shame. Because the enemy likes to shame us. You hear something, we hear something, and oh, man, he's talking bad about me. Isn't it weird how the devil plays? If, we, if the pastor says something, automatically thinks he's talking about you. Because there are four to find the people here. I'm not going to focus on one person. But the devil will try to focus on you and play in your mind. Come on, somebody, play in our minds. Because he don't want you to believe. He don't want you to get better. He don't want you to get refreshed. He wants us to get our punishment. I don't know about you, but I, I'm glad when the judge says no. He don't, he, don't, he don't have to go. You can go to the program for two years. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. And that's what God's saying to us here to you. You don't have to take that punishment that the enemy is trying to put on you. He goes on. He says these words. But have everlasting life. My God. Come on, somebody. Have everlasting life. He says, you don't have to perish in the pits of hell, but the heaven and earth that I created, the heaven that I created, I created for you. 
And some of the trips that you went through on this earth, he says, don't worry about it. I sent my son to help you because I know you couldn't do it yourself. I know it's tough and I know it's hard. Even Adam and Eve that I sent, it was hard for them. So I sent my son, amen, that by his blood, by the, mm, come on somebody, by the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. He says, you've been forgiven. If you believe, if you accept him, I'll give you a fresh start, a new start. I'll make you everything you're called to be. Come on somebody, that's the God that we serve. That's the God that we serve. Thank you. That's the God that we serve, church. Somebody say, he cares. He cares. Even when we go through those times that we feel that he don't care. How many have been through those times where you're going through something and you think he's forgotten about you? And you, God, where are you at? God said, I'm right here. I'm here with you in the fire. I'm here right now with you in court. I'm here with you right now in your, in your, in your, in your, in your dark place. I'm here with you. I'm here to let you know there's still hope. I'm here to let you know there's still peace. Cry out to me. Believe in me. And I'll get you out of this. Come on, somebody. That, that's the God that we serve, church. That, that's the God that we serve. I love what he says in verse 17 because it goes, it, goes, it goes with verse 16. It says, for God did not send his son. Now listen carefully. Into this world to condemn. Hmm, to, some say condemn. Condemn the world. See, the enemy does that. He loves to condemn us. Make us feel unworthy. Makes us feel like we're nothing. Makes us feel all these weird things. He said, I didn't send my son for that. He did not send his son for that church. When you start feeling those emotions, know it's the devil. Know it's yourself. You know, sometimes we're our worst critics sometimes. Come on, so we're, our, we're our worst critics sometimes to ourselves. We beat ourselves down when God already forgiven us. We beat ourselves up because stuff that we've done, and God said, no, mijo, then you're saying that I died for nothing. God didn't die for nothing. Jesus did not die for nothing. He died for you. Come on, somebody. He died, he died for you. He died for you. He says, uh, they're not condemned this world, but that the world through him might be saved. Wow. That salvation that will come through him. Not that you would get the condemnation and feel all this weirdness about yourselves. He said, you need to believe. Someone say, believe. You can become that great father God wants you to be. It's not too late. It's not too late to, amen, to get things back in order as a mother and as a son, as a daughter. Some days it's not too late. It's not too late. If you're still alive and there's still breath in you, you can still fix some things. Come on, somebody. There is still time. There is still time. The Bible says there is still time. There is still time. Now, now look, look at this beautiful picture here. Verse 18. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in this name of the only begotten Son of God. My God. He's telling us straight out. He says, he says you need to believe because if you don't believe, you're condemning yourself already. Come on, somebody. You're already condemning yourself. He says, you need to believe. You need to have a hope in something. I don't know about you, but I don't want to perish. He's telling us. When you don't believe and you don't trust this and you don't believe in this, you're condemning yourself already. You're prejudging yourself. You're laying yourself a, 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 a pit in hell already. He's saying, but believe and trust that I sent my son to set you free, to deliver you, to heal you, to give you a peace of mind, a peace of heart, a peace in your marriage. He says, believe in this. Believe in this. Don't let the enemy bring condemnation to you. Amen. Go with me really quick to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Hallelujah. 
Colossians chapter 3, verse 8. Says these words. But now, but know you yourselves, are you to put off these mm, anger, wrath, malice, blaspheming, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man. Come on, somebody, who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Come on, somebody. He's telling us, he says, since you received my son. And you receive this hope. In Jesus Christ, he says, put off that old nature. Come on, somebody. He's telling us right now. He goes, put off that anger and that wrath, church. If we're accepting this, new, this fresh start, this new start, there's some stuff we've got to take off. In other words, you say, Neji, you can't, we can't wear this. You can't wear this anger no more. You can't, you can't, you can't wear this filthiness no more. You can't, you, you can't, you can't. I live out the Here you go, devil. You can have it back. Come on, somebody. Amen. He, he, he's literally saying you need to learn to take off those garments. Those filthy garments. How many of we came in with some filthy garments? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You came in weird and mad, frustrated already. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And God said, take them off, lay them out, lay them down. Lay them down, let them go. Know this that you that you are you're putting on a new man, you're letting go of that oldness. It got to go. Come on, somebody. It's got to go. That old, that old, that old way of thinking, that way, old way of feeling, that, that anger, that filthiness, that lies. Now listen carefully. These are attitudes of darkness. Amen. These, these are the attitudes that we have. We need to put off these attitudes. We need to put off this stuff. Amen. These should be, this should, this should be disconnected from us. They shouldn't be really close to us. And let me say it like this. You know, when, when, you're, when you're asleep and you're laying down in your bed, first thing close to you is your phone. <laughs> you have your phone there, whatever you, or whatever you have there. I always have a cup of water. I got some books right there. And my chargers, I got to get up and get my phone because it makes me get up in the morning. <laughs> Phone's over there, but I have my water and my books here. He's saying you, your anger shouldn't be so close so that you can put it on like that. Your frustration that something happens right away, boom, that's the first thing you relate to. And some of us, that's how, that's how we've lived Christianity. We have, we, have, we, have a, we have anger, we have wrath there, we have malice, we have blasphemy there, we have lies, we have this weird attitude right there close to us. As soon as something happens, bam, we re- relate right close to that. Getting quiet in this holy place. Can I get an amen? amen. And God say, no, no. Put those off. Put those far from you. Come on, somebody. Put those far from you. Put, get, get, get those out of the way and put in this new stuff. Put it, come on, put it, put the new things next to you, which is peace, humility. Come on, somebody. Mercy, loveness, patience, kindness, forbearing. This is the image of Christ. And this is the image of a fresh start, a new start. This is the image where you've said, I've, I've accepted this born again experience. I accepted this second chance. And I'm allowing it to affect me. Because why? Because the scripture says right here in, 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 verse, in verse 11. Where there is either Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, slave nor free, but Christ is in all and in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercy, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. 
For if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you. Wow. Wow. Come on, somebody. As Christ forgave you, you also must do. Do we see what's going on here? Now, let me lay it out for you one more time before we close. <laughs> that he cared for us. That he created heaven and earth. Us out of dust of the ground. Woman out of the rib. Stuff happened. Mistakes took place. So he says, okay, I'm going to send my son because I know you need help. Hello, somebody. And now that you accepted his help, your punishment is not going to be what you should have got. I'm giving you everlasting heaven and earth. Come on, somebody. Everlasting heaven. I'm giving you a new mansion, a new life. He says, but you have to put off this stuff. You have to walk in a different attitude. You can't be walking around angry so much no more. You can't be walking around so weird. Some say you got to let some stuff go. And I believe today is the time to let some stuff go. Come on, somebody. I believe now is the time. He's saying, give me this so I can give you that. He's saying, give me your anger so I can give you holiness. Give me your lies so I can give you mercy. He, he wants to exchange Whatever hangup that we have, church, he wants to exchange it. And God said, I'll, I'll give you holiness. I'll give you mercy. I'll give you kindness. I'll give you humility. I'll give you meekness. I'll give you patience. I'll give you the fruits, but you got to bring me the other junk. And you got to disclose yourself. We got to literally be open before God and before man. Don't walk out here with the same garments that you walked in with. Come on, somebody. Amen. Walk out this place different. Walk out this place different as a, as, as, as a husband, as a father, as a mother, as a wife. I'm leaving all this stuff here. I'm leaving it here because I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of being frustrated. I'm tired of gossip. I'm tired of worrying so much. Come on, somebody. I'm just, I'm just tired of it. And my heavenly father sent a solution. My heavenly father cared, sent me a solution which is his son, Jesus Christ. And God is telling us today, the solution's here. The answer to your questions are here. They're here. They're here. A new start starts today. A fresh start starts today. Come, I want you to stand with me this morning, church. The Bible goes on and says in verse 14, he says, but above all these things, put on love which is the perfect bond of unity. And let the peace of God rule in your heart to which also you were called in one body and be thankful, church, that we will let the God of peace to rule in our hearts. The God of love to rule in our hearts, guys. Well, there is discord or all this disunity and all this weirdness. He said, let's get it out of our hearts. And let love rule in us so we can become better. We can become greater. We can become mightier. Better husbands, better fathers. There is a need of better fathers, church. There is a need, come on somebody, of better fathers, of better husbands. There's a need in this world, in the church. We, got, we have little lives in our hands. Some of you have grandchildren in your hands. They need you to be at your best. They need you to be at your sharpest. 
we need to want that for them. As you better yourself, as you fix yourself, you give hope to the next generation and to the next generation and to the next generation. Come on, somebody, amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Jesus cares about you. Oh, he really cares. The Heavenly Father cares about you. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, Pastor, I've never accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I've never accepted Jesus in my heart. And I want to accept Jesus today in my life. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. Maybe you're here saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I want to come back. I need to come back to his mercy and his grace and his love. If that's you, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. 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 God sees that hand. Maybe you're here saying, Pastor, I, I, I want to become that better father God called me to be. There's some garments that I need to take off. There's some stuff that I need to let go. And today I choose to let him go today and I'm going to pick up the new fruit he has for me, the new garments he has for me. If that's you, this morning, lift up hand. I want to pray with you. God bless 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 you. God sees those hands. You lifted up your hand here for salvation, for a fresh start, and for new garments. I want you to come right now. Come now, 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 now. Hands from over there. Hands from over there. I want you to come. This is the time right here. This is the time that God is just observing and watching us. He's saying, let's change this for that. Let's change all the lies of the enemy and give you that peace and that hope. A fresh start, a new start. Today's your day. Today's your day. Make room. There's room at the altar. There's room at the altar. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Anyone else? Anyone else says, you know what? I, I need some new garments. I need some new garments. And you let go. And you lay down these old garments. I want to let go of these old garments. I need love to come back in my heart. I need, I need that love again like never before. Anyone else? Anyone else? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. In Jesus' name. Amen. Ooh, come on, give the Lord a great clap offering. We're not done yet. But the Bible says, when one gives their life to the Lord, that heaven rejoices. There's a party going on in heaven right now. Come on, there's a party in heaven because of you, 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 for giving your life to God. Amen. As we just change the order of the service, I want you to just, just continue where you're at. We're going to pray for you. As the altar workers help me, we're going to pray for you and believe God for you. God, the God that restores, God, the God that heals. He's a God that gives you a second chance. He's a God that stirs up. Church, he's a God that's for you, that he gave his son for you. That's how special you are. That's how, that's how much he loves you. The Bible says when we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Today is a new day for you, a fresh start. Grab a hold of God. Begin to talk to him. It's not over. It's just begun. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah.